Hello, black child. It's so good to know you're here. Do you know how much you mean to us? You are our everything. You are the best parts of us. You are absolute joy. You are absolute love. You are safe. You mean so much to the world. As we honor you, our future, we celebrate those who came before us and promise to continue honoring them and loving each other. Most importantly, loving you, black child. As we relax, we will explore the idea of being powerful. This week's proverb is from Ghana and says, even the lion has to defend himself against flies. What does this mean? No one should ever think of someone's ability or power based on one of their traits. This could be anything about them. We are all valuable. We all have power. We all have strength. We all have purpose. Repeat after me. I am loved. I am cherished. I am powerful. Close your eyes as long as it feels safe. Are you there? Great job. Take in a deep breath. Filling your belly with as much air as possible. Now slowly breathe out. again. In, filling your tummy up like a pool floaty. And out. Great work. Do this one more time on your own and let your body relax completely. Imagine that your legs are getting heavy almost as if they are filled with water. There is water flowing back and forth. It's in your legs and your arms. They're getting heavy too. Water is flowing in any and all of your limbs. It is flowing like a great river. You feel your toes, 
You feel your feet. You feel your legs and your arms. You feel your tummy and your back. Water is flowing everywhere. And the water begins to slow down. Slower. Slower. And it goes still. Almost like a peaceful day at sea. Every part of your body is relaxed. You keep breathing in and out. Let's think of the sea. In the sea, there are beautiful schools of fish. They come in all different colors. What's your favorite color? There's a fish that's that color. There they are, swimming together. They're sure of where they're going, but they are in no rush. There are dolphins too, making their own music and chatter. The water around you is turquoise, but now in the night sky, it's a little bit of a darker blue. The sounds of waves and seagulls mixed together. A glowing pink ball floats, and then you see rays of light come out from under it. It's kind of far away, but you can tell. It's a jellyfish. At the very bottom of the seafloor, there are orange stars stuck. Starfish. Relax as you experience all of these things. The sea, the fish, the waves. Breathe in and The sea is quite beautiful, don't you think? It's just like you. Just like you. Think about it. You have life in you. You are life, just like the sea. Your limbs and tummy and back are all connected like parts of a river feeding to the sea. Breathe in and breathe out. There are different individual parts of you, cells. Just like there are different in individual beings in the sea. Breathe in again.
and breathe out. Yes, you are filled with wonderful parts in your wonderful body. So let's be grateful for our bodies. Say, thank you, body. Say, I love you, body. Your body loves you back. Now, relax. We have two stories tonight. Both are about how someone can be powerful. So, take a deep breath. And let's begin. Gil's Goggles Gil was a young boy who often dreamed of the sea. He spent his time in class daydreaming about waves and endless ocean. He thought about his feet turning into flippers, his cocoa skin growing scales and turning into a bright gold and taking a dive into a new blue home. Gil thought his mother might think it was strange that he asked for new goggles on every birthday. She never bought them and she worried that he was in the bathtub or pool for too long. He seemed to stay there forever and that worried her. She encouraged him to try new hobbies, looking for rocks in the backyard perhaps, or starting a new collection, riding his bicycle, roller skating even. His dad tried to teach him about computers, groove out to music on his old cassette player and garden, but it was all too easy, too simple. Gil? He wanted to accomplish the fantastic, the unseen, the unheard of. He wanted to be a merman. This year he turned eight and Gil's mother finally gave in. She gave him a pair of blue and yellow goggles. The bands had shimmery gold dots on them. In the goggles, they even glowed in the dark. On this very day, Gil's parents decided they would take him to the beach for his birthday. Try out the goggles, they said. He did. Gil and his dad walked to the edge of the water sand crunchy in between his toes. He bent his knees and splashed water onto his arms. Splish, splash. He walked in a little more. Dad said that he could go as deep as where the water touched his belly button. The cool water all around him made Gil so happy. He decided he would duck his head underneath. With Dad still holding his hands, he ducked. One, two, three. <gasps> Whoa. Everyone around him disappeared. He wasn't holding anyone's hands and his skin looked different. <gasps> he popped back up. This was weird. Dad, everyone at the beach, 
mom on the sand, they were all still there. He was still holding dad's hands. He decided he would duck one more time. <gasps> wow. Now this was cool. It was exactly what he saw the first time. Everyone around him disappeared. Gil's skin began turning golden like the sun rays bursting in the air were coming from his body. They shimmered in the light. His feet were no longer feet. He had a tail. His curly black hair was now a spiked fin. He touched the goggles on his face and they couldn't come off. That's when he knew it. The goggles had done this. These were magical. They would now help him live his ultimate dream. Gil swam faster than he knew he could, touching parts of the ocean he'd never seen before. The wavy blue of the water looks different down here. And the sunbeams flickering in the sea have a totally different beauty. He stopped and stared at the coral, its beautiful glowing orange hue, its stems. It looked like precious stones, jewelry his mom might wear. He plunged deeper into a tunnel where he saw a striped red and purple fish with whiskers, a fish. He saw another fish whose skin was so clear, it looked like electricity was running through his body. There were beautiful pearl-like shells and the sea beings who lived in or near them. Just then he felt a cool darkness over his head. Where he once saw the tiny flicker of the sun, he saw nothing. Gil's heart began to race, but just then, he heard a voice. Excuse me? Was that shadow talking? Gil thought. Excuse me? Gil looked up. Yes, hi, excuse me. I don't know if you can hear me, but I'm in need of some help. Uh, I can help you, Gil said. It's just sort of dark and I, I can't quite see you in this cave and I'm a little scared. We aren't in a cave. Th then why is it so dark? Oh, pardon me. When he looked up, fantastic whale moved aside. The sun was back. Gil was amazed by her beauty and he asked how he could help. Gil was confused because this majestic animal couldn't use any of his skills. He was just a little boy. Surely she didn't need anyone. Turns out she did. She had a problem. On her way out of the Northern Atlantic, Annette got stuck in her left flipper. 
She could have moved around and hurt the people who did this to her, but all she wanted was for the net to come off so that she could use her flipper. And she could really use a friend. This was easy work for Gil. He swam near to her and lifted the net. Grateful to her new friend, the whale asked if she could help him to do anything in return. Gil didn't need help, really, but he did want to share his experiences with his family, especially his dad. Would he ever believe this? He experienced this new adventure all while holding dad's hand. The whale, who only wished to be called May, offered to give Gil a ride. As she returned him close to the shore, the water rushed past his skin. Bubbles surrounded them as they moved closer and closer to the surface. It was beautiful. May thanked Gil and headed off. Excited to tell his parents all of the things he'd seen, Gil swam for the surface. Closer, 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 and <gasps> he was back. Holding dad's hand, everyone around him, mom sitting on the beach, Gil was so excited. He squeezed dad's hand, beginning to explain, but dad already seemed to know. So, how was it, he said. Huh? What Gil didn't know is that his goggles belonged to his father and his grandfather before him. Turns out, his parents only wanted to wait until he could handle this adventure safely. They knew he would be called to the sea, as his father, his grandfather, and the men before them. Gil was so excited to share this adventure with his parents. Mom and Dad sat and talked, and they listened too. Breeze brushing past them, warm sunlight touching them. And when sunset arrived, they all packed up and drove home in the quiet of the evening. Gil sat in the car, thinking of this new life, ways he could help on and offshore, and things he could do with his parents. He thought about this until he fell asleep. Sweet dreams. Wow, Gil was powerful in that story. Not only was he brave when living his dream, he could have been scared when he ducked underwater, but instead he kept going. It turns out that while living his dream, he was able to help someone else. May was such a majestic being, but she still needed help. Sometimes, really strong people the people that we think are so powerful, they would never need anyone, they need help too. Sometimes these people can even be adults. Gil's parents had to be really brave, but they waited until he was an age where they believed he could have safe adventures. That's probably really scary for them. They had to have faith which can feel hard sometimes, but we can all do it. Our next story, just like our proverb today, 
comes from Ghana. It is about a snail and her community and her own personal way of standing in her power. Singing to God for Rains Long, long ago, there was a big drought in the whole world. There wasn't a single drop of water. Many of the animals were suffering. The situation went on and on. They couldn't take any more. Because of this, people and the animals who were suffering all came together and they came to the site of a dried up lake. There, they decided that they would sing to God, begging for rains to fall on the earth. The large animals pushed the little ones aside. They began to say, Oh, great, powerful God, maker of all universes and land, we suffer, we suffer, we suffer. If we have wronged you, please forgive us. Oh, God, give us rain. We are starving. After this, there was no sign of rain. The elephant sang. The lion sang. The leopard sang. The hyena sang. Everyone sang and sang and sang, but the rains never came. A little snail decided to speak up. The snail begged the animals to just let her sing to God. The large animals decided that she needed to be quiet and get out of their way. And now the elephant, the lion, and the tiger all explained, you are but a little female snail. What can you do? The snail went back home, waited to see if their cries would work. And when they didn't, the elephant finally lifted the snail high into the air. Fine, you try. The snail opened her mouth and had the most beautiful voice. Almighty, Almighty, you made me your snail. Almighty, Almighty, your lovely little snail. We glorify your name. We love you, you are great. Almighty, Almighty, we know that you Almighty, Almighty, we trust you here and now. We love you, we love you. Please send the rains for us. We know you, we know you. Continue loving us to flourish, to nourish, to make our earth green. We love you, we love you. Your blessings are supreme. Almighty, omniscient, and omnipotent God, you made me your lovely little snail and put me here 
on this earth. We all love you. Please, ignore our arrogance. Oh, the large ferocious animals believe that only their voices count. Forgive them. Forgive everything they are doing. Help us, we know that you will bring the rains to us now. We know you, God. We know you. And then, a strange, miraculous thing happened. After that snail song, the entire sky became overcast. It rained. Great God, we love you. We cherish your creation, all the wondrous things. Thank you so much. We know that the rains will continue to flourish. We know that you will make our earth green again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It rained for days. The large, ferocious animals thought that their size, their height, their physical strength would make it easier for them to speak to God, that they were better just because they were bigger. And so we always remember that nobody is more important than another. We were all created for very specific purposes, that might and strength don't come with size, but rather the spirit that is free of disguise. As we end our time together, don't worry. We'll be back to help you rest. Remember that we can always stand in our power. There is nothing and no one that can take that away from us. As always, it was fun spending time with you. Whatever you do, don't forget. We love you. Good night, black child.